You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Someone Else by Philip Paget on AO3. His fist is pumping furiously fast. The friction's so rough it's almost painful, but he doesn't let up. He can't stop thinking about all the details that weren't in the police report. Did he initiate, or did she? Did they get straight to fucking, or was there foreplay? Did she let him touch her breasts, eat her pussy? Did they use a condom, or did she let him come inside of her? Somehow, the most painful part to imagine is them kissing. Jerse's hand cradling her neck while he tastes the inside of her mouth. That perfect little mouth that lectures him and scolds him that escorts her annoyed sighs from her lungs to his ears, that contorts with her efforts to hide the smile that he coaxes out of her. He groans in agonized frustration, cupping his other hand around his balls and squeezing lightly. He was such a colossal asshole to her today, and even as he was doing it, he knew why. Jealousy. Once he confirmed that she was safe, it hit him like a sneaker wave. Why not me? He'd been overwhelmed with the urge to go out and fuck the first woman who would give him the time of day. But the idea of Scully somehow finding that out made him sick. So instead he came home, grabbed a bottle of Jurgens, and is currently, unsuccessfully, trying to get it out of his system. He's always imagined that she'd like it a little rough, that she'd want him to take control, push her up against the wall, or bend her over the side of the bed, run his fingers through her hair and tug on a handful. She's such a powerhouse at work and in her personal life, so controlled and assertive. She'd want to let go and give in for once. He sees her supplicant at his feet, her hands tied behind her and his cock in her throat. She sits back and opens her mouth wide as he shoots a load over the pink bowl of her tongue, watching a drop slide down her chin and then drip onto her breasts. Now and then he imagines her as bossy and dominant, ordering him to lie down on the bed and sitting fully right on his face. He hears her commanding him to make her come if he wants to breathe and feels the hot rush of her orgasm against his lips. Maybe she'd fuck him without letting him touch her. No physical restraints, just the power of her voice as she grinds her clit into his pelvic bone and uses him like a toy. When she's done, she sits back on the bed and tells him to finish himself the azure marbles of her eyes pinned to his lap as he strokes himself to orgasm. He spent hours thinking about how her pussy might look and taste. A neat pink slash or soft brown-tipped folds. A shy hidden clit that he'd draw out from under its hood with a patient tongue. Or a bold assertive one that makes itself known before she's even spread her legs. Is she sweet or salty or musky or warm and sharp like rising bread? Fresh from the shower or after the gym or four hours into a stakeout, he knows she tastes incredible. He feels his balls draw tighter and a tingling at the base of his spine. He leans back on the couch, moving his thighs open wider, and drops his head against the wall. Eyes squeezed shut tight, he pictures the view from between her legs, a patch of carmine curls blurring her face, which is stitched in pleasure. She catches his eye and holds it, and he feels her clench around his fingers as his tongue flashes up and down over her clit. 
her muscles tense, her mouth falling open wider and wider, and then with a sharp inhale, she erupts. He comes with a soft grunt, thick white ropes casting along his belly as he continues to stroke, continues to imagine making her feel the way he's feeling now. Oh my god, I'm sorry. He startles, his eyes flying open as he sits up abruptly and sees Scully turning away, heading back toward the door. You didn't answer, I thought, I'm sorry, she says again. He doesn't get a chance to reply. The door thunks closed, and then the deadbolt as she locks it behind herself. Mulder catches a handful of tissue from the box on the coffee table, his movements jerky from embarrassment, and sets about cleaning himself up. She must have knocked, but he'd been on another planet at the moment, and he's sure he didn't hear her. His face is hot, and his belly is in knots. The phone rings, and he knows it's her. He almost ignores it, but he's going to have to see her at work tomorrow anyway, so he may as well get the conversation over with now. Mulder, I'm sorry. Forget about it, Scully. I'm serious. Please erase it from your memory. He's back on the couch, his pants no longer around his ankles, and he rubs his free hand across his eyes. She's quiet for a long time, and he tries to cook up some pithy joke that will help him end the conversation. When you didn't answer the door, I thought you were ignoring me. Shutting me out, she finally says, her voice small and unfamiliar. I wouldn't do that, he says, which is a lie. But you're angry. With me, she says, a hint of a question in her inflection. No, I'm not angry, Scully, he says softly. I was just... That was a scary call to get. I was just scared and I didn't handle it well. I'm sorry. It's okay, she says, a near whisper, and he can tell that she needed to hear the apology. A weight lifts off his shoulders. Anyway, I think we're even now, so if you don't mind, I need to find a hole I can crawl into and die, he jokes, and she puffs a little laugh. All right, but please be sure to dig yourself out by morning. I'll need my partner in the office tomorrow, she says lightly. And just like that, the world tilts back on its proper axis. You got it, G-Woman. See you tomorrow. Bye. Night. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.